These instruments are unique. They can control nature. In many ways, I can control a germ, a microbe. I can easily negate the molecular bonds of a microbe. The microbe, the germ, falls apart. Now, that should be of great interest to people around the world. How do we brand that or how do we rebrand that? I don't know, but you're the advertising guy and I'm the researcher and why don't you help me and we'll get this out there. Martians landed, yes. wearing Prada suits, yes. drinking Henry seltzer, yes. chewing juicy fruit. Yes, and your branding here. Yes, brand. Your message here. Yes, and a verse about. Yes, your product here. Yes, I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes, and I'm a message therapist. Yes, and I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right. That's it. Yes, we'll help you fix the world. Yes, or your bottom line. All right. Your bottom line. Get it. I get it. Welcome to the Yes Brand Podcast. With me today is Tom Palladino. He has a, a company called Scalar Light Healing, and he's going to take us on a journey through this, and we'll have some, some fun and some laughs along the way. Tom, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Great to have you. I ask every guest to give me their best one floor elevator pitch. Give the audience their one floor elevator pitch. We're only going up one floor, but I want to know the most important thing about scalar light healing. You know, scalar light is free energy, and this technology will soon change the world. That's a great that's a great lead in. And then the follow up obviously has to be how how is it going to change the world and who's going to benefit from that? Very good. Who's going to benefit? Everybody. How does this change the world? Well, scalar energy can do everything electricity can do and much more. And what do I like about this new type of energy, so to speak? It's free. It's from the sun and the stars. So what am I telling the audience? There's a new error coming. It's a free energy error in which we are not bound by electromagnetic energy or coal or nuclear power, even a wind turbine. We're going to extract free energy from the sun and the stars. And this energy, scalar energy, will power the world. If we implement this, this world scale model, we will overcome the energy crisis. And that's one of my goals. So now this sounds is one of the this is probably a reaction you get quite quite frequently is it sounds amazing. It sounds great. This is not something you just started doing yesterday, you're correct. 40 years into this world, correct? Yes, indeed, correct. And what are some of the challenges in terms of getting this to, to be adopted and, and, to, and to fulfill itself? Where are we today? Well, I am using scalar energy instruments. I have scalar energy instruments that are sending, if you will, transmitting this energy, but we're doing it on a, if you will, on a minor level. We can send this energy to objects or to people or to, to animals. Eventually, I'd like to send and broadcast this energy, so to speak, to factories, to homes, to schools. So let's just say we're at 1x right now. And okay. eventually we'll, we'll amplify the energy to 10x or 1,000x or 100,000x. Who's going to benefit? Everybody. Everybody in the world. Everybody wants inexpensive energy. Okay. Many people are complaining that we should have addressed these issues of pollution and, and carbon 
footprint a long time ago. Well, we can now with scalar energy. It's clean energy. And what are the impediments right now? The only impediments that I see are lack of knowledge. Once people realize what this energy can do, I'm working with Tesla energy. I think many people in your audience have heard of Nikola Tesla. And many of my inventions are modeled after Tesla or in some way have copied Tesla's invention. So it's not my singular effort, if you will. This is a new paradigm. How did you first get involved in this? Mm -hmm. And what were your expectations of yourself, you know, years ago professionally? What was it that you wanted to do and accomplish? And how did you, how did you get led to this? Yeah, uh, I'd say a good 50 years ago, I read about the great scientist Tesla. And I knew, I knew from the minute that I read about his work, he was working with free energy. <clears throat> what Tesla had achieved, he did indeed establish this new paradigm, this new science, scalar energy. So upon that, that notion, I said, well, if he could do it, I can at least copy his work and, and walk in his footsteps. That's what I'm trying to do. I, I cannot underscore how important this is. If Tesla's right, and if I'm right, then we are on the road to free energy or relatively inexpensive energy. And this will change the course of history. How did I stumble onto it? Again, I read about Nikola Tesla and I knew he was onto something. So I followed it up. How old were you at that, at that time that you, were, that you first read um, about him? 10 years old, 10 years right. old. But I always, see, I always had this ability to, to pierce the envelope, so to speak. And I always had the ability to say, well, what he's doing is really fabulous, but it wasn't electricity. I knew instinctively that he had discovered that free energy or what he called radiant energy. Show, so lay out for the audience how it works, how scale, yeah. scalar light <laughs> works. Let's use this analogy. If we have electricity in our home, we, we see AC electricity. Somehow it, it builds up a force field in it, and that a current is conducted along that force field, or some people say it's an agitation, a movement of electrons. What's the difference? Scalar energy is not an, one singular force field. It's a universal force field. So this energy is everywhere. So you don't tap into it from a power plant. You don't tap into it from a substation. The universe, my room in this office, my room is filled with scalar energy. That's the key. It's omnipresent. So you don't have to worry about electrical lines, so to speak, delivering that, that energy from a substation. My room, this room has enough energy to power all of the United States. The scalar energy in my room, if we converted it into scalar energy, into motive force could power the United States. And what's the process of conversion? Yeah, that's the key. You have to be able to harness this energy. So if electricity is, so to speak, a movement of electrons or, or this, this stream of electrons in a force field, scalar energy is a different type of force field and you have to capture it. In, in composition, a scalar wave is a double helix. So it's a different type of instrumentation to capture, to harness this energy. I've developed those instruments. But the drawback right now is it's, it's only a minuscule amount of energy. So with that energy, I'm able to, to say, break apart a germ, a microbe, or I'm able to, if you will, balance a person's brainwaves or their seven chakras. Now, eventually, if God gives me the wisdom and I can amplify the existing instrument that I have 10,000 fold, 100,000 fold, 
then I should be able to power a home. Also, you had mentioned that disassembling pathogens is another uh, is another aspect of what of what scalar light can do. Assembling nutrients, you know, there's a kind of an infinite, I guess, positive impact that this harnessing of free energy can can do. Um, yes. So so on a day to day basis, what are your pursuits? in the effort to, to get this to, to uh, catch on. So how do I get this to catch on? You have to prove to people that this works. And, you know, that's valid. You know, I'm not opposed to that. Right. So I, I've developed a website in which people can sign up for these scalar sessions, and, and I want them to prove it to themselves that by working with this energy, as you mentioned, we can disassemble a microbe. Now, all of this is done, I have to underscore, in the quantum realm. This is not a biological process. It's an informational process. Right. And just to cut to the chase, the only way I can work is through a force field, which is a photograph. Now, this is my photograph and it has my signature. So people actually email me photographs. I don't work with people. I work with their energy field. And I can send energy, scalar energy, into that force field and break apart or at least negate the molecular bonds of a pathogen, of a microbe. So this is the unique approach with scalar energy. It's everywhere, and it can locate any person or object anywhere in the universe by way of a photograph of that person or object. Why the photograph specifically and not the actual person? Right. Uh, the instruments are only designed to work through photographs. And why? Well, I prefer it that way because I can work with people around the world. You don't have to come to a clinic. So this is a new type of energy healing in which we work through the force field. We don't work with the person. And we send energy, scalar energy. We don't work with electromagnetic energy. So there's, there are distinct differences with my work in Western science. Why do I like working with photographs? It's clean. It's easy. Everybody has a cell phone. They can send me a photograph from anywhere in the world. So this, if you will, this is my way of presenting quantum healing to the world, either by a, a photograph of a person or a collage of many people. So I'm trying to work with economies of scale now. Instead of working with one people or a handful of people a day, I want to be able to work with half a million or a million people a day by way of a photograph. So if you can digest all of that, in a, in a, if you can distill what I just said, this could be someday a global healing ministry working through people's photographs, the force field now, where we could work with two, three million people a day. I like the, the global healing ministry aspect of it. And that does make sense because if you're if you take communities of people, nations of as you as you coalesce these people into a photograph, right? You are coalescing also this community. So right now, if there's a lot of division in the world, there's war. There's all kinds of you know this this supersedes all of that stuff and right. cuts to the basic premise of unification yes. of uh of our energy and our of our spirit so to speak but yeah. obviously and and i you know i've been kind of on a journey and exploration the last few years where i've opened my mind to all kinds of things that i think uh you know were it not for the pandemic and all the time that we had to 
think about where we're at and what we want and what should we be doing, I wouldn't have explored all this stuff. I would probably have gone on my kind of cyclical, you know, wheel of work and family and all that stuff and not really looked too much inward. And so I'm very open-minded when it comes to all of these aspects of the quantum consciousness and all of this stuff. But for a lot of people out there, there's a resistance. There's a dubiousness. Right away they hear something, they can cut, they close their, their mind to it because, number one, they're protective of their, you know, of their stability and security because it, a lot of people are trying to, like, get over on them somehow. There's not a lot of trust in the world, all of those things. Mm-hmm. So what's required, what, what is, well, like you could say what's required of, of a person for, in order to prove to themselves that this works Right. When you said, you know, I invite people to, to right. come on and right. test this, That's, p- right. paint a picture of that for me. Yeah, and well spoken. And how, how do we prove it? We let the people prove it to themselves. Now, this has never been done before. My work is groundbreaking, with the exception of Tessa, Nikola Tessa, and another inventor, Galen Hieronymus. How do we prove this? Well, academia cannot prove this because, once again, it's a unique process. So when people send us a photograph, once again, I only work through the force field. Right. After I work through that force field, people say that they no longer have a bacterial or a viral infection. Or another function that we're able to achieve is we're able to deliver, we're able to assemble nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Now, if if you do that over the course of, say, 15 days, eradicate microbes and assemble nutrients, the greater majority of people will say, you know, whatever you did, I feel better. And it's a, it's a new process. Obviously, it's it's a unique experience because it's never been done before. I don't know of anybody in the world that's, that's accomplished this. So we let people provide the narrative. We have to. The, the body of evidence now is only by way of testimonies. You know, if, if I'm the only scientist in the world that can achieve this, then no, uh, there's no other peer-reviewed study. Right. For the the time being, there is not. So I let the people prove it to themselves. And that's why I give away 15 days of free sessions. And it's gaining momentum, to be quite blunt with you. You know, many people say, well, at one time I was infected with the herpes virus. Now I don't have any viral load for herpes. Now, I I can theorize what happened, but I'll allow the scientific community to eventually corroborate my work, either prove or disprove my work. The way you validate any, anything is by duplicating the results or at least being able to measure the results. So what's the problem here? Well, nobody has a scalar energy instrument like mine. My instrument is unique. So in order to, for another scientific community to either try to duplicate my results, they would need my instrument. They don't have my instrument. And then secondly, you, you have to be open to the fact that there's two energies the electromagnetic energy and the scalar energy. And if you're going to prove or disprove scalar energy, you have to work exclusively within that dimension of scalar energy. We have to prove it through the people because there's no scientific community that has my unique approach and they've never developed any type of instrument that to my knowledge like this. How do I prove it? I cannot prove it scientifically. I can only prove it by the before and after results. I only can prove it by way of testimonies for people. And for the time being, that's the only thing I can really rely upon. How people feel. 
where is the groundswell of support? It's growing. And many people, after working with millions of people around the world, people tell me that they feel better. I think we're, as a society, we may be reaching a kind of a moment of, of truth, as trite as that may sound. It's like we're reaching this peak of disbelief mm -hmm. and peak of suspension of disbelief so that you have people who are real believers and have faith in things they can't see and then they do see it and then they, you know, and there are people who are open to it and then there are people who are shut off to it. And both of those people are going to come up against an edge of some kind because we're doing it. You know, we're, we're the planets in, in, in trouble. You know, we can dismiss, you could have an attitude that right. is dismissive of global warming and other things, or you could appreciate the science there and say, okay, we've not done enough. And we're seeing all these extreme weather events and other things that are happening that are literally just happening. We're not making them up again, similar to your point, Tom, they're like, you know, we can't pretend that these storms aren't happening, these weather shifts and all these things. So why are we so reluctant to believe something good that happens? Thanks, Hirsch. We, now, to that point, very good. We have to start thinking outside the box. I realize this is new. My research is groundbreaking. But my research, scalar energy will solve many problems. And as you can see, we're not solving the problem. The problem, right. we're rehashing this, we're, we're discussing this endlessly. We've not arrived at a solution. I am saying that for many of our problems, scalar energy will solve our, our problems. Scalar energy will be the solution for many of our problems. So as you've heard the expression, it's insanity to, to expect a different result with the same approach. Right. If our approach is not working, we have to change, find something different. We need a different approach. Yeah. And that, and that's a great point, which is that it's not like these problems are being solved. So mm -hmm. you can keep your head in the sand, literally just not, you know, and I've, I've contemplated this too, you know, like I, I have kids, you know, I'm, I'm looking ahead to the future. I'm trying to, to, to take steps to, you know, do my part and all that. But then at the same time you think, okay, you know what, let's maybe a more hedonistic point of view of just like, we're just here we don't know what we're going to get. Let's just have fun or enjoy our time to get, you know, whatever, because we can't, but <laughs> if there are possible solutions, yeah, we are. should support the exploration of it. So yeah. what, so what would it take in order to accelerate this, this you, movement? Everybody who's listening, including you, Hirsch, you people, now, what am I getting at? I'm a private researcher. I've developed these instruments and it's taken me a lifetime. But I work alone, not by choice, because it's such a narrow field. It's such a narrow scope, if you will, right now. So what do I need? I need groundswell support. I need the people to say, yes, there's some merit to this. Then we can take it to the next level and we can introduce it to perhaps corporations or academia. But right now we're not at that level. We are still in need of grassroots support. And in order not to, if you will, deter myself from that trajectory, I'm willing to, to go on any podcast and to present my work and then offer anybody 15 days of free session, thereby allowing the people to judge. Right. 
And what 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 that uh, you know, and I always think this is the way I think, and in a way, it's kind of my contribution. I have I have guests come on, and I I make these little notes, and much as I do with clients when I have a a brand, a client, and they come in and they tell me, you know, I, I have to react to something. I don't I'm I'm creative, but I'm not I, I'm I don't live in a vacuum. I have to respond to their to their product, so to speak, or their movement, or whatever it might be. And I'm especially interested in in uh, things that are purpose driven because you know, it's easy to, it's easy to embrace something that you think is going to be helpful as opposed to, you know, weighing, do I take on this thing or not? So, you know, the guests that come on could be from any, from any category, but I especially like this stuff, Tom, because it's, it allows, it allows us to hopefully move the needle forward, you know, in some way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm all about solving problems. As a researcher, I would not have wasted 50 years of my life if this did not work. You know, yeah. So this is, this is not happenstance. This works. Right. This is reality. What Tesla achieved 100 years ago, I've, I've duplicated. Scalar energy is real. And here's the key, people. Scalar energy allows us to control nature. Any energy, right. any, any type of invention allows you to control nature to some extent. Well, if scalar energy is fundamental, it is, then that should give us fundamental control over nature. And that's, right. why, that's why my work is so promising, that we now are in the driver's seat. Now we can control the problem. We can control nature. Now we have mastery over nature, hence we have mastery over the problem. Right. I'm thinking of, one of the things I was thinking of, you know, energy is such an important part of it but if we're appealing to people who if we're trying to to really boil it down to to what is happening and people have a hard time relating to energy which makes sense energy is you know it's not necessarily visible it's always there we can we change it into this we change it into that so that may be too abstract for the average person but if you were to say something like you know the problems of the world solved by the people of the world Thank that's you. very simple and it's it is that person that goes on the site and tries that for 15 days and contributes to this global study yes you know that they yes. can that they can relate to a global yes. study because what we start out trying to figure out was okay well where where are the scientists where's the science the but okay the principle is still the same we're still trying to find science in in its truest form in the form of results but we don't need uh you know the fda to come out with a with a report on it it's not it's not like that and there is no comparison to it thank you and um so you know and i would love to see where we you know where we could play around with stuff like this and what platform you know obviously another thing is when you're when you're talking about you know the, the scalar light uh, healing as a as a brand, right? And you and you say, okay, well, what is the model for it? It's obviously the altruistic element is is there. The the purpose is there yes. as a model. If it needs support, because even with a great idea like you know we have a let's say this this problems of the world solved by people of the world, you know, join the global study that you know we can do that, but beyond just putting that out, you know, on some shows and stuff it would actually, if we took that and developed it just with a little bit of work and, 
helped you use that when you're going on shows and when you're you know, th that already helps. You have rebranded us. So thank you for the rebranding. <laughs> thank you My for pleasure. the idea. This is a, you know, this is an open discussion. I certainly don't want to do this single-handedly for the, for the remainder of my life. So <laughs> yes, uh, to all of this, yes, yes, yes. I have scalar energy instruments. These instruments are unique. They can control nature. In many ways, I can control a germ, a microbe. I can easily negate the molecular bonds of a microbe, the microbe, the germ falls apart. Now that should be of great interest to people around the world. How do we brand that or how do we rebrand that? I don't know, but you're the advertising guy and I'm the researcher and why don't you help me and we'll get this out there. Yeah, I definitely want to delve into it more and I'm going to try the, I'll do, you know, I'll be a, a, a participant in the study and I'm in a, a good headspace for that because I think that this is another part of it that goes hand in hand, I'm pretty sure, which is that the the mindset and I have a lot of people who come on the show. Some are some are uh, healers, some are uh, psychiatrists, uh, you know, some are educators and some are just, you know, survivors of various challenges in life that come on my other show, Truth Tastes Funny, which is about you know, how crazy the world is and how do we survive? I like this. I like you being on Yes Brand because on Yes Brand, we're actually taking the, the message and trying to figure out where, how do we actually get it to more people? Yes, thank you. And I, I yeah. need your help. Believe me, I'm, this is music to my ears. I'm a researcher. I, I do not know marketing. I don't claim that I can understand how to market this appropriately. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think also... So my point, my question a, a couple of moments ago was, is there, you know, th when you have a think tank, when you have a study, you have the, these things have to be funded by some organization or some, right. or, you know, so, right. so far, how has your work been funded? How have you functioned in that barely. way? To answer your question, barely. <laughs> we have a, we have a, a website. If people want to sign up and become a paying member, that's, that's fine. But that's one of the drawbacks right now. I don't have the necessary capital, the wherewithal, the attention, the marketing skills, the the connections to get this message out there. I have to rely upon podcasts. I thank you for, again for this interview. That's the only avenue I have to, pr to pronounce my work. Look, you know, we've each spent decades doing something. We can't really be expected to be experts at the other right. things that need to happen. Right. And I finally let myself off the hook on that front because I was like, okay, well, if I want to do something, I have to learn. I have to learn it, you know, but I'm not going to become as as expert at, you know, at, at, at mathematics and science as I as I am at communication. It's just not going to that's not going to happen. But, you know, it does take a village, a group, you know, yes. and, and also I think we can't be, and I'm speaking to the audience now, um, we can't be daunted by the fact that there's no example of something, you know, to, to jump on, you know, most often you can chase your tail forever trying to jump on a bandwagon. This is just one silly example, but I have, but there's this thing about Portugal that's come up. Over the last, you know, I don't know what it is, three years, people have um, 
first it was, you know, just the political climate. Then it was people that are worried about uh, that are just gone through the pandemic and thinking about changing their lives. What do they really want out of their life? And and I had a few different friends who didn't know each other all move to Portugal. And now in a movie I recently saw somebody, oh, I'm going to Portugal. Yeah, for the another friend of mine I ran into. Oh, I'm moving to Portugal. And it's like, what is this Portugal thing that 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 people are doing? But but I said to another friend at this same event, he was like, oh, you know, if she's going to Port- we should go to Portugal. And I'm like, no, 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 we missed the boat on Portugal. At this point, my my spidey sense is telling me, I think we we got to pick a different place now, because you can't just chase around. By the time we get to Portugal, there's going to be too many people that have gone there. It's going to have lost whatever that everybody was excited about. So. What that really is is an argument for the new, for something that that should scare us or seems to put us off because there isn't proof in mass yet. And the whole problem with that is that it presumes that we have reached the limit of our ingenuity. That's what that's what a shunning of, you know, the potential of scalar light would be that. Oh, that's not possible. We've reached the limit of everything we're going to learn as a as a species you know, which is which is laughable, which is ridiculous. We, if anything, we get in our own way. I don't know if this is true of all the other species that have come before and that hopefully will come after. But, uh, you know, we have a particular knack for self-destruction and we're fighting that. That's what we're fighting every day is self-destruction. Right. So I, right. I, we, we I, fight one another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the that's the funny thing, too. We're not at war with with countries necessarily over, um, over power and land. What we're really doing is we're in a struggle to see if we can destroy ourselves faster than we can get someone else to destroy us. And that's, that's you know, and there's, there's like scientific reasons for why organisms, you know, destroy themselves and all of that stuff. But, you know, I, I like the idea that, that this, this is something that doesn't have a box around it Thank you. It, it has parameters. It has applications. And um, yeah, and I'm really I, I'm just just from the point of view of being a curious person and, real, you know, and enjoying our conversation. I definitely want to explore this more Please. and see see what you know, what conclusion I come to okay. and, and see what we can do, because I do think that the power of communication is is we can see right in front of us that that connective tissue is what will make a a huge difference. I'll provide this for the audience. We are conducting a clinical study, a clinical study. Now, keep in mind, this is not a biological study. It's a quantum study. Now, what am I getting? We're working with 5,000 people in Delhi, India, who have HIV. 5,000 people. I'm going to hold up to, to the audience. This is part of the group in Delhi, India. Okay. This man in the center, the man in the orange, his name is Sahil. At one time, he had HIV. Sahil sent his photograph, emailed his photograph to us, and today, Sahil is HIV negative. No viral load, so to speak. No, no, mm-hmm. no detectable viral load. Now, this group, Om Prakash, out of Delhi, India, everybody that has submitted their photograph to us is now feeling better. We've worked with 5,000 people in Delhi, India, and everybody who's had a follow-up PCR test is claiming 
their claim, not mine, that they're no longer positive. They no longer have any viral load. So after working with 5,000 people at one clinic, Om Prakash in Delhi, India, our results are phenomenal. Yeah. How could 5,000 people, after treating 5,000 people by way of their photograph, this is all quantum healing now, how is it that 5,000 people no longer have a, a viral load for HIV? And that, again, is part of the communication yes. void yes. That, that happens. Yes. You know, in movies, what happens is as soon as you would make that this discovery or you would say this, there would be 16,000 TV cameras outside your house. That's that's how it worked in the movies. And that's that was our perception is that somehow through osmosis, so people have an amazing discovery. It automatically is just picked up by every news organization around the world. And it doesn't really work like that. And you could, you know, I can adjust um, to that. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I think, you know, for our purposes today, I think, you know, we kind of have broken through to the essence of what, what's brought us together here for your brand and yes brand. And I think now we just, we kind of, uh, you know, continue that conversation. What message or what insight would you like to leave the audience with? So again, I'm all about proving I'm results driven. Visit the website, scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com, and upload your photograph. All we need is a bus shot. Here's my bus shot. All we need is your facial photograph of your face. And then you experience the 15 days. And then you prove or disprove to yourself if there's any merit to this new science. If, if this technique is of merit, you should feel something. You should feel some improvement in your health. But I have to leave it up to the individual. So it's still subjective. There's no objective way for me to measure the energy. There, there's no uh, group, no scientific group that's ever been able to duplicate my work. My work is unique. So we have to leave it up to the people. Try our 15-day free session. Then we leave it up to the people to carry the torch. All right. If you liked the show, yes. it worked for you. Yes. Subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review. Yes, Tell all your friends. Yes, get your branding here. Yes, get your branding here. Yes, Did I make it clear? Yes, get your branding on yes. before they're gone.